welcome to the Goalie Mindset Podcast. My name is Pete Fry, the Goalie Mindset Guy, and my purpose is to help goalies have a dominating goalie career. Pete Fry, the Goalie Mindset Guy here. I have on here today the legendary Kent Manerville. <laughs> Kent, I got to shake hands left hand because of my shoulder. I am so excited. You came to my house, to the studio. I am honored to have you here. Love it. Kent played over 600 games in the National Hockey League. He uh, And there's my, my dog saying hi. He's if you guys can hear him. Yeah, you guys may not be able to hear Turner, but Turner gave Kent a great greeting. Uh, I'm sure you'll you'll see it in the video. And uh, silver medal in the Olympics yep. as well, too. And what's the, I'm going to start off real quickly. What's the number one thing in your career you're most proud of? Like, if you could just pick one thing. I think it's the Olympics. I think it's the Olympics. Really? I remember watching the Olympics back in, uh, it was 1984. They were in Sarajevo and and seeing that and being like, you know, representing your country, representing Canada on the international stage. Mm-hmm. Like for whatever reason, I would have been 13 back then and uh, 12, 13. Yeah. And that was it. So for me, it was the was Olympics. It. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Do you remember watching the Miracle on Ice too in 1980? Does that no, or not? Because you would have no. been nine, eight or yeah, nine. I was. Uh, I was eight. Uh, yeah, exactly. So I was nine at that time. Uh, personally, like that was a tough, tough go. My dad died actually in oh. February of that year. Oh, sorry. So we were going through a lot of stuff like that. But I, I mean, back then we lived in small town Alberta in Redwater. So wasn't even aware. Like we we uh, we were kind of on on our own world. Wow. But, uh, we didn't have the. Uh... Wow. And, and can I ask you about you losing your dad? Yeah. But sure. like because yeah. that's I, I had a tragedy when I was young. Like I lost my my sister's husband and her little baby, oh. and that was yeah very hard to go through. Yeah. Yet I think it, it somehow inspired me. Yeah. Right. Like he, yeah. like, like they, they say, like there's been studies on people that do great things like yourself and that they, they face some type of tragedy early on sometimes. Yeah. Uh, I think, I think the full credit goes to my mom, quite frankly, cause she was, you know, she was late thirties and she raised three kids, mm-hmm. eight, eight, 11 and 13. Yeah. So you see the strength of, of her. And I, I think to your point, um, you know, she was able to give me opportunities. I went to Notre Dame. We moved to Victoria after my dad passed. But um, you see the strength of her character. And yeah. uh, she's always been super supportive. I remember she came to the World Juniors in Saskatoon. She nice. came out to the Olympics. And she's, and she's never, you know, would never push. Yeah. It was always, you know giving me the uh, opportunities and i think you know as we know as parents too yeah. that's all you could ever do but yeah i mean it's a credit to her really mm-hmm. for everything too mm-hmm. so. wow so did you work your dad into like your why you know like people have like a why behind what yeah. they do is well my dad there's no question it was an influence right mm-hmm. and we but we spoke before, like before we started uh, chatting on this podcast about alcohol and yes. my dad, my dad was an alcoholic and that affected things, but you know what? I mean, it wasn't him. It was the disease. And yeah, I think, didn't know, I think know that better. really helped me growing up to see how, you know, how something like that, you go down the wrong path. And so that actually kept me right, right on the straight and narrow. And uh, wow. I think and that was really helpful, but yeah. I think just, you know, we are a product of our experiences, yeah. you know, good and bad. And that was obviously a tough go. But 
like I said, my mom, my brother, my sister, it's, uh, they've all been incredibly supportive. So awesome. Uh, yeah, it's been, it's been quite the journey. Yes. Well, you've accomplished phenomenal things. Like yes. what, what a journey, what a journey. And let, let, let's skip now to what you do now. Yeah. Like, cause, cause I know we are not taught in school how to handle <laughs> finances like all the key things, I think. And, and education is important, yet there's a lot of things that we're not taught in schooling. Yeah. Finances is one of them. Yeah. And I know that you now work with athletes, specifically hockey players, yeah. on how to direct their finances in a way that's going to benefit them as yeah. opposed to, and I'm not saying it correctly. You, you can, you can yeah. say exactly what you do. But, but I, I can go through examples of myself when I, when I had my first business and my goal for, uh, for my business after a year was to, to own a new Corvette, like it was like such a such a dumb goal because and what yeah. it, because it was the money the extra money from the business I was putting into owning a vehicle, yeah. which is a depreciating asset, as opposed to how would I take that and I invest that every month? Yeah. And anyways, I I was I think I I was what's called looking good going nowhere, right? And you <laughs> see, you can see that a lot. So, so tell us about what you do. Tell us about what you do. Yeah, well, I think, you know, going back to my mom, too, as a single parent, you see how she, I remember my mom would track her expenses. And I went to Notre Dame and, uh, you know, she had to make sacrifices for me to go there. And yeah. going to Cornell, there's no scholarships to Ivy League schools. So, again, sacrifices. So, I think being a saver was ingrained in me. Yeah. And um, so essentially just what you said, I know what it's like to sign that contract, you get the money. And especially at a young age, um, it's it's so critical when, when you're helping guys is putting it into perspective. Yeah. And it's, you know, even on an entry level deal, if you think after escrow, after tax, after paying your agents, after paying, you know, you're living in some si expensive cities like New York or San Jose, surprisingly it's like a million dollars or 850 is it goes down quickly and if you play a few years people have the expectation that of course you're making all this money yep but when you look at the expenses and what the what you have to go through to make that and now of course there's guys that'll make you know 50 60 whatever millions of dollars but even then it's still it's you still like so we we help guys as far as a lot of times in the entry level it's more about cash flow management mm -hmm. knowing where your money goes be intentional with it so you know you may value something and somebody is you know like a car yep so do you need to get the hundred and fifty thousand dollar car or can you it's so much easier to go up in your spending versus going down so it that's is. where we always talk about like I know you have money in the bank. And then we talk about the bucket system where we put money for long-term, like you say, mm -hmm. growth. So yep. we help on the investment side. But a lot of it is cash flow, tax planning. We even, you know, and it's funny because the guys look at me like estate planning. I, I was in Carolina and a, and a teammate passed away. Oh, I remember and that. Steve Chase. Yeah. And um, so it's not like you just want to plan for the worst mm -hmm. and and it's like getting ready for a season it's getting ready for a game we're just doing the preparation in advance and it's getting them in the right mindset so yeah. a lot of times it's really keeping them out of big purchases mm -hmm. but the guys i work with they're great they're engaged they're motivated they look and i always tell them you put so much time and effort into your career let's make the most of the money you make from your career yeah. Like you want to just 
transition the wealth and we want to create, like you said, long-term growth, whether it's real estate, whether it's investments, set them up for after hockey. And a lot of times then we're thinking, what do you want to do after hockey? Because I don't care how much money you have, what's your purpose after hockey? So we have those conversations too. So it's, it's a lot of it's guided from my own experience, Mm -hmm. what I went through, but also, you know, having, you know, former players as clients and that sort of thing. And, and being in tune with the industry. So, and, and it's complicated, right? You have yeah, cross border, you have multiple currencies, you have different tax jurisdictions, different rules and regulations. So um, it's needed. It's a niche, mm-hmm. but uh, you know, it's been a lot of fun too. Yeah. Well, and, and one of the things that comes to my mind is you, you hear these stories every once in a while, about a like a basketball player who made, you know, a hundred million dollars a year, $50 million yeah. a year going bankrupt. Yeah. Right. So exactly. Like, how could it be, you know, and again, you know, you strip it back cash flow, where's your money going? And a lot of it, you know, it's the advisor is crooked. The the, the players. Yeah. Like back in the day, the whole, like the Eagleson and well, that's even with the union, but that like just, you know, there's, you know, fraud out there for some guys trusting the wrong person. Yeah. Um, you know, guys putting money in golf courses in Mexico, like things that you're just like, you don't, you've already won. Essentially you've won the lottery. You're playing in the yeah. NHL, know where your money goes, stick to quality assets, whether it's stock market, whether it's real estate, um, just be mindful of where the money's going. But like you said, long-term growth, and you really want to paint that picture for yeah. them. So then they're like, okay, they get it. And they're smart guys. And I don't care if you played college, if you played went junior route, you're from Europe, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter. Guys understand it. And because they work so hard for their career, it's really, okay, let's take care of this because this is super important. This is the payoff. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. The Goalie Mindset Academy is an online tool built for goalies to help build confidence and consistency so they can take their game to the next level. Try a free 30-day trial right now at thegoldymindsetacademy.com. Then what you're saying there about quality assets like Warren Buffett. So to, to me, yeah. you sound like Warren Buffett when you say Absolutely. that, which is powerful. Yeah. Right? It's, it's just, you know, invest in things that you know yeah. are going to go up. Maybe they're not going to skyrocket up, but over time. Absolutely. And, and it's well, the compound effect. Pe- people will be thinking, oh, you know, what's the economy? Are we going into a recession? What's inflation? And you're like, you know what? I I get it. You can turn yourself into a pretzel with that. But again, it's it's understanding cash flows, yep. long-term money you commit, quality yep. assets, and exactly that. Compounding. And you know, I, I tell guys my best investment was buying Royal Bank. And Royal Bank it, back then it was, you know, the split adjusted, it was like seven dollars a share. Now it's over a hundred dollars a share, wow. and the dividends keep coming. Yeah, and it's like getting rent payment, and yeah. you're, you're essentially creating your own pension. Yes, and so you know, you, again, you just have to. Nobody told me this. I I had to read it. I had to talk to the right people. Yeah. But that's what I'm, you know, able to impart upon the guys, and and they get it. It's been a lot of fun. That's huge. That's yeah. huge. Powerful. Powerful. What's the number one biggest advice you would give to to Let's say, yeah, to a hockey player, he has uh, just been drafted. He's just about to sign a contract. Financial advice. What's the biggest financial advice you would give to the, that uh, goaltender or hockey player? You know what? Uh, the one thing I would say is uh, treat yourself 
no, like take advantage. You want to treat yourself. You don't want to live like a monk. So treat yourself, but within certain limits, like you said about a car. Yeah. Like, you don't need to get the big splashy car, but you know, treat yourself to something nice and then understand where your money goes and that you want to be more conservative with it early on because you don't know. And I remember like, my mom's like, you never know how long you're going to play. And, oh, my mom, I'm going to play, I'm gonna play forever. Play forever. I'm going to, and, and, but I think it's prudent. Don't take excessive risks or the money. So yep. treat yourself, know where your money goes and no need to take excessive risks with your money. So if you think about, you know, back a few years ago, cannabis stocks, yeah, you know, that was a big thing. Trends, trying to find the hot thing, Bitcoin, cryptocurrencies. Yeah. You don't need to get into that. That's gambling. It's yeah. like going to a casino. Stick to quality. Stay quality. out of casinos too. That's some advice. Stay there out of casinos. There's a reason. We'd say there's a reason why they're so nice. Right? <laughs> it's not like they're losing money. That's no, that's exactly. why. So stay out of casinos. hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, yeah. It's great because it can become an addiction for some guys. Oh, absolutely. Gambling absolutely. there, right? Yeah. We can't watch a hockey game now without. I know. Without a game thing. Yeah. So wow. Oh, yeah. I know. Wow. It's crazy. But that's my advice. Don't don't it. don't like treat yourself, but know where your money goes, and don't take excessive risks. What's your What's your number one favorite money book? Maybe a short read that you would recommend that they read. I have one in my head. What's yours? What's your my mine, mine is I've read too many times. But richest man in Babylon. You know what I've read. People have talked about that. I have not read that yet. It's You'd just, recommend it. You yeah, because it's an easy read. It's short. It's I like short books. So okay. it's, it's a simple read. It just talks about having percent, you know, percentages go to this, whether it's a percentage to charity, percentage to what yeah. you're paying yourself. And it's it's just yeah. they say, you know, if if you're not going to give a third, a third. Yeah, something yeah. similar to that, yeah. but it makes it easy. It's, it's something that I can really I can calculate. I had a few concussions when I played, but I can really uh Calculate that up. Yeah. Simply. Okay. I, I like the psychology of money and I think it's Martin Huzel, but okay. the psychology of money is really good because it talks about the compounding effect. Yeah. It talks about understanding cash flows, about taxes and that, but it's, it's more the mindset. And I think that's what you're talking about too. Like yeah. even as a like business that. owner, because mm -hmm. in my firm, we're not just about professional athletes. We deal with a lot of business owners. Too. Yeah. Like that's our core yep. focus. But but business owners understand the the principles of the compounding and and the growth yes. and that and that's one thing that hockey players it's more education on that they don't okay. they don't get that it's yeah. more it's more like a lottery winner yeah where somebody's like here's a bunch of money here you go and so business owners understand those principles and hockey players it's a matter of just going through them and teaching them because exactly what you said we're not taught that in school. Um, so that's, that's one area that's really important that you got to hit, but psychology of money is one. And then, um, another one that I do like is, uh, and it's funny because, uh, John Bogle on mutual funds. So this is way back in the day, it'd be hard to find, but John Bogle started Vanguard. Okay. And, and he was really just about, you know, being in the market and capturing yeah. the market. And so, but that's. I would, the psychology of money is the best one. Okay. I would say, go with that. And any specific movie you would recommend for someone to watch regarding finances? Uh, that well, just came to me, that question. I just, yeah, I just, no, I like it. It's, uh, what's that? Uh, 
well, I like Moneyball because that's a sports. Yeah, it is. That's, that's really got good. nothing to yeah. do with finances. But the one, uh, the Big Short. Oh, the Big Short. Yeah, I like. I like that, and it's funny because we we lived in the U.S. Uh, we sold our place in 2003, and I remember this is when I played in Philly. It was in South Jersey, but the prices were were ridiculous, and we were thinking, "Oh, should we keep it?" Uh, and I'm glad we sold it when we did. Mm-hmm. But being down there and witnessing the price appreciation and the craziness, yeah. but uh, the big short shows how Wall Street. It's kind of geared against you, right? Yeah, it is, and, isn't it? And, and they package these things, and and that's why you know you reference Warren Buffett. Uh, he's managed to go around that, and again, stick to quality, yep. stick with what you know. But um, yeah, yeah, the big short is a good one. Okay, uh, that that is awesome. I, I have something I want to present to you before you go there. I'm just going to grab it, so I got to go off screen here. I'll be right back. A couple. Okay. Minutes. I'll just be sipping my coffee here. There we go. There we go. Okay. Now I know you're not a, you're not a goaltender yet. Uh, I got a hat oh. from one of my seminars. Oh, you, I like. You that. don't have to wear it. I don't know if you're a hacker. You don't have to put it on now. No you way. Can, it's it's like I just got drafted. Oh yeah, there you it's go. Like, okay. Yeah, I didn't even go to my draft. This is my, my draft. This is, there you go. Goalie mindset power hat. There you go. And, and one of my books. This is for non-athletes, but for anyone. Magnetic mindset secrets. Love it. So it, thank you very yeah. much. Now the whole Love purpose it. of that book is that a piece of steel, when it's magnetized, it can lift twelve times its weight. And when we're magnetized, I believe we play twelve times as great. Oh yeah. Right. And so if we're feeling good, we're positive. Yeah. As soon as we get a little bit demagnetized, the action slows down. I think the key yeah. is action. Absolutely. And so by being magnetized, we take the most action. So it's a really good, simple read. There's lots of good stories in there of NHL players and things like that. Okay. So Thank you very much. I you got look it. forward to this. This is good. Kent, great to have you on, my friend. Great to be here. Thank Legendary you. Legendary Kent Manderville. <laughs> listen, listen, I know Kent's not a goalie. We'll forgive him for not yeah. being a goaltender. I right? tried. Um, I tried. It was horrible. <laughs> Yet, this is valuable advice. This is this the whole, you guys, and and. If you're a 12 year old goaltender and, and you're watching this, this is still key for you. This this is this because you know eventually this is going to be something that you're you're going to need to do with your finances. Why not uh, have it start to percolate now in your mind? So, Kent, thanks for coming on, my friend. Thanks to having me. This you're is great. Now we're going to do a barefoot. Kent, Kent chose. I gave him four options. <laughs> I gave him four options. Number one was to eat some raw heart. Number two was to do a glass walk. Three was a board break. And number four is to a barefoot. We're going to do a short barefoot hike. So we're going to, we'll see you guys out in the, in the field there for a short barefoot hike. <laughs> awesome. Thanks, Ken. Pete Fry, the Goalie Mindset Guy, Goalie Mindset Podcast. Stay great.